money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? Yes, I am. Woohoo! Reb's ready to talk money, and so am I. And we have been having such an amazing time the last number of months talking about money and prayer and your journey and the stories. Um, it's it's just been amazing. And as you can tell, even just from the intro here, that this is, um, well, maybe not the last show about prayer and money, <laughs> no. but certainly in this series that we've been talking about yes. where we've been intentionally focusing on prayer, I want to put a, a big shout out to our prayer team mm-hmm. who have sponsored this entire series of shows around finances and prayer. And uh, we love you. We couldn't do what we do without you. We thank you for the way that you pray for us and with us. And if you are in need of prayer, if there's something, if you go back to one of the previous shows and and something sparks you, just reach out. Uh, If you're locally, 613-520-4157, We also have an 866 number just for for interest, 866-520-4157, or uh, prayer at more than enough. Those uh, will all reach our office. There is somebody who will pray with you, and uh, and we will do that. So um, last show, Reb. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about all these amazing stories we've heard this past month, you know, from, mm-hmm. from Doug Sprunt and Ray and, uh, our friends Monica and Nanda to talk about that house that uh, Mm -hmm. love built Um, and our own story, hearing us talk about our own story, some of it, a little piece of our story, a little piece of each of those stories. God led us to pray and conversation and um, yeah, go back, listen to the other podcasts mm -hmm. again, uh, more than enough.ca, chri.ca, Download it off iTunes or TuneIn or Google Play or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to, to do that and listen to the shows again and again. Um, I am I go back and listen to them. I was listening to one just uh, not that long ago just to recap, and I thought, I very rarely go back and, and relive listen, the show, but these are worth it. So. Yeah, I, I mean, we humbly say that, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> Maybe you know, I'm it's, biased. <laughs> it's, it's our hope that we give God glory and that um, it provokes us to change and transform and to um, love God more. That's anyway mm. our heart's desire. But this, la- this last show of this series, I guess, um, we, just, we do want to recap, but I think one of the thoughts I had for folks um, comes out of a story that has nothing to do with money. Again, yes, I know. But um, I was reading John 9 this morning. And here I have this question for all of us is, what is the word of God? What is God's word for us this day? What is God's word spoken over you? What is he speaking over you? That word that you can 
act on and obey and follow him in. And the reason I just had that thought was because um, in all of our conversation about prayer, we've heard great provision stories. Um, It's really important to develop our relationship with the Lord. We talked with Doug Sprint about surrender Mm -hmm. and how surrender is a key to trusting God in our finances that well and, that, and the story with Nanda and, and Monica mm-hmm. and the house story and and you know again the the idea that y- those of us that were part of the team just knew God wanted to do this right and so, and you, so yeah the you word was is, hey it's it, you're gonna have a house and yeah there was work and there was uh, it maybe took longer than we thought it would and all of those things but the reality was is that was the word for that story and that situation right and and monica as she shared on the show said you know um I got to share the vision. The Lord mm-hmm. told told me in my heart, share this vision. So she shared it with the right woman because that woman mm-hmm. is gifted to get things done and shared it with you to help, you know, form this little team of people um, that believed that were like uh, Aaron and her holding up the arms of Moses during the battle mm-hmm. when Joshua was fighting. You know, you, you guys came along, Monica, and said, no, we're holding your arms up. Even when people came and said, I don't know if this is what God wants for you. Mm-hmm. She just knew that she knew that she knew. And how do you develop that relationship? How do you hear that word? How do you go forward, especially for our finances? Um, so we want to talk about a little bit about that in the context of and the re- reason I came thought of those that thought like what is the word that God speaks over us I was thinking of that um, you know we know the story of Peter getting out of the boat and Jesus says you know Peter says well call me to come to you and Jesus says come and he walks on the water mm-hmm. and I thought I heard someone say once it wasn't the water he was walking on it was the word of God that he was walking on he was walking on God's command to come to him. For sure, because and how many times haven't I tried to jump out of the boat and, <laughs> and I've sunk like a stone to the bottom of the lake and went, wait a minute. But but uh. here's the other thing. There's a story in John 9 about the man who is born blind and the Pharisees and are asking or um, no, his his disciples ask him, Rabbi, who sinned that this man or his parents that he was born blind? And Jesus explains it was neither. It was so that God should be revealed. The works of God should be revealed in him. Because, of course, Jesus is about to heal him. Mm-hmm. And, and um, what struck me was that he spits on the ground and makes clay with his saliva, it says in verse 6, and he anoints the eyes of the blind man with clay. And then he says, go wash in the pool of Siloam. So he went and washed and came back seeing. And later on, the Pharisees are asking him, well, what happened? What did you do? And he says, all I know um, is that a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went, I washed, and I received sight. And I'm like, I love the simplicity of that, right? You know, as a sense, uh, I, I, I sometimes imagine myself in the story and I'm thinking there's a couple of things that don't get mentioned. Like one, how does a blind guy make it to the pool of Siloam alone? Well, well did we, somebody lead him? And, and if I was the guy leading him, would I be the guy, you know, speaking faith into him? Would I be the guy saying, hey, 
Jesus said, like, let's go, let's go do it. Like, would I be excited about that? Or would I be the guy saying, I don't know what we're doing. Like, what do I do? Grumble, 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 right? Like, <laughs> sometimes I inject myself into those holes Stories. in the story to go, what, what would it look like? Because I, I'm pretty sure he didn't walk there by himself, right? Like, <laughs> well, and I, I think for the point of, of, like, tying it into what we've already asked, you know, what is your word? What mm-hmm. is God speaking over your life that you can go out and obey and do what he says and have and gain your sight? And in relation to our finances and in prayer, this this takes listening. This man listened mm-hmm. to Jesus. Jesus spoke the word and then he went and did it. I, I said to David this morning on our way in, I said, well, what if he would have washed you know, at somebody's house or just out of the well, would he have been made? Would like I'd never thought of that, and I asked myself, "Well, Jesus said specifically." I'm just glad he didn't. Jesus said, "Go wash in the pool," and I thought, "Here he's a blind man, and of course he has to get this clay off his eyes. He's not going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of stuck. And sometimes I think we as as people who come to God for financial help, we're stuck. Yeah. We we've got you know we we are so stuck that and we say it at the office, people come to get help in their finances because they're in pain. And we just want the pain to go away. We just want the provision. We just want to be out of debt. We just want to be able to sleep at night. And here here we come like the blind man. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, okay, we're going to do it my way, though. This is how we're going to do it. I got some clay. I'm going to anoint your eyes. Like, I love that word. He anoints the eyes of the blind man with clay. Like, I don't even know. There's, there's stuff in there, but I'm like, with the, with the things of the earth, he anoints his eyes. And then he says, go wash in this pool. And the man says, all I know is that this man, Jesus, made clay, anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool and wash. So I went and I washed. And now I receive sight. And I, and I think that if there isn't a testimony that um, we can all aspire to live in the simplicity of that, all I know is, is that I was in the presence of God, in the presence of Christ. He said this to me, and then I went and did it. And, 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 yes. And, you know, whatever the whatever that is, whether you are blind and you need uh, you need physical sight, or whether um, you you're blind and you don't know what how to spend money, or what what to do with your finances, or what the solution is going to be to a, a crisis uh, that's in your life, and and to just come into the presence of God and to go, okay, what is your word for me today? Like what? what because are you doing? some of us are feeling blind. We're feeling, you know, you often say it. It we're debt's not a sin it's a burden and we're just weighed down Mm -hmm. we come and do we come and maybe some of us aren't facing our finances and we say that acronym all the time financial awareness creates empowerment um face it and if we're not facing our if we're not facing our finances then um 
we're not really coming to God either. No. Because we're not coming to God with our finances because we don't even want to look at our finances. So one of the first things we have to do is face the reality. I mean, this guy knew he was blind. I mean, it was pre- like he couldn't, he wasn't walking around pretending he could see. But some of us in our finances are walking around pretending that we can, like we're all good. And in reality, our financial house is crumbling. Mm-hmm. And the first step is to acknowledge that you're, we're blind financially. I mean, we we can take this story a little bit further, you know, in the sense of saying, you know, what does it look like? You know, what would it have looked like if the blind man had acted like he he had sight, like everything was okay? He's walking around. Um, Everybody else would have seen that he was blind because he would have been running into things. He would have been bumping into people. He would have been right because he can't see. And we do that in our finances as well. We try and make it look like everything's okay, like I am just like the neighbor. And the reality is, is that we aren't. But to come to the Lord and and to the Lord and to come to him and say, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to face it. I'm going to sit in the messiness and all of that is and acknowledge that, you know, I need your anointing. I need, I need right? your word. I and I, I and and how what is the clay? What is the clay he's going to put on your eyes for it's different for all of us. There's different issues at work. We're all different people with different hang-ups or different areas of trust or lack of trust or doubt or and God knows what he, mm-hmm. what you need. God knows how to anoint your eyes so that you will see. And and one of the really important things about about facing your finances and about bringing it to the Lord is that you take the time to do it. Mm-hmm. It's you can't just do it on the run like a drive through. Okay, Jesus, like I'm driving through here. Just give me the word. And you know what? Sometimes our relationship can be like that. You know, while we're moving about, we speak to the Lord and all of that. But sometimes it takes some intentional. Okay, I haven't known that I'm blind, but I am blind, and I'm going to face this. Can you help me? What do I do next? And his word is full of direction about finance. Mm-hmm. His word is full, full. Mm-hmm. And if you, you want just a word to drop out of the sky, maybe you should open the scriptures first mm-hmm. and go, you know, Google, what does God's word say about money? or stewardship, or management, or possessions. If you don't know, you know, dig in and see what he says and see how he speaks to you this day about your money story. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, again, you've mentioned it. There are no shortage of, of intellectual scriptures. I mean, 2,350, give or take a few. Somebody's counted them, right? Yes. You know, I can't say that's me. But the reality is, is there's lots that it is said. But what is the word that he has for you today? What is the anointing that he has for you today in your own situation? And, and even going back to some of the stories that we've heard over the last number of months to say, Each of these are so unique and so individual. Um, The Lord is involved because because we are unique and individual. Um, And to but to be able to have the same testimony as that man, the blind man, to say, "Hey, listen, all I know is as I was here, I was blind. I met Jesus. He gave me this anointing and told me to do something. I went and did it, 
and now I can see. Here's mm-hmm. the results. The so simplicity of it that. is, and and we we do talk about how it's simple, but it's not easy. You know, making less than you make mm-hmm. is, or spending. sorry, spending <laughs> making less than you make, spending less than you make is. It sounds like a simple thing. Just don't, like you have so much money, just don't spend it all. Mm -hmm. Then you won't go in debt. It's a real simple thing, but not easy to follow. I'm just, as you were talking about that, you know, that's an amazing idea that if we go into God's presence, we acknowledge our blindness financially. We say to the Lord, Lord, what is the word you have for us today that we can go and obey you and that he wants to anoint our eyes so that we'll see? I was just thinking of Revelation. You know, he speaks to the church um, in Laodicea, and some of us know that. He talks about you're not hot or cold Right. You're you're lukewarm, and I want you to pick. Be either hot for me or cold for me. Right. Don't be lukewarm, or I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. And then he says, because you say, I am rich, and I've become wealthy, and I have need of nothing, and don't know, don't you know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked? It's interesting that... Like, you just don't see. You just don't see. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salves so that you will see. How fascinating it is. He talks about it again to the church. You know what? We're walking around like we've got it all together. We're walking around like, you know what? I'm doing, I'm looking at my neighbor, so I'm going to go get a boat because my neighbor has a boat. Or, you know, we're coveting, we're envious. So we try and pursue all those things. So it looks like we've got, you know, great clothes, great cars. We've got it all together. And yet we don't know that we're blind. We think we have everything. And yet God says to us, through that revelation passage to the church at Laodicea, you think you're rich, but you're poor, wretched, naked, and blind. Mm-hmm. Like, go, come to me, come to me and get cleansed and put eye salve on your eyes, anoint your eyes so that you can see. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we do that? In the context of this blind man, he came to Jesus mm-hmm. and he didn't even fully understand he was Messiah. If you keep reading to the end of the chapter, God says, do you believe? And he says, oh, help me. I, I want to believe. And he says, I am the one. I'm the Messiah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he shows him fully the revelation of himself as Messiah. But how beautiful that God God has, has paid it all through the cross mm-hmm. by sending his son, Jesus. He is the one we come to. To, to see again. And he wants us to see in our finances what's really happening. Not so that he can shame us. Not so that he can put further burdens on us. But to free us to walk in his spirit. To walk in generosity. To walk in surrender. To walk every day. And you know what? You, we don't need to be fully free of debt to start walking free. We just have to start coming to him with our blindness. And he says, I have this. Mm-hmm. Now go wash. And we are, are, now the thing is, he gives us the word. And sometimes we think, oh, okay, I see my blindness. I've got the word. I'm good. But often that word, he's asking us to obey. Absolutely. And, you know, when, when we were talking about this particular passage for, for today, and again, my mind went right back to my response. What would I say to Jesus in this response? And I think it would be similar to what Naaman said when he came to San, or Elisha, I think it was Elisha, and, and said, 
you know, hey, I've got leprosy. I've been sent from the king. We know there's that healing can happen here. And the response back is, well, go wash in the Jordan. And he's like, well, I've got a better idea. Like, come on. Like, can I not wash in in the the better waters of, you know, like, what's with this? But it's right? Turk the servant was the servant to say, yeah, you, if you if he told you to do all these other things, you go do it. So why not just go try the Jordan? And I find that fascinating that it comes from a servant who understands that. Listen, if if my master tells me to go do something and do it in a particular way, mm-hmm. then I just go and do it mm-hmm. because the master said this is what you need to go and right. do. And so in the again that idea of just the simplicity of it, we often hear the word of the Lord. I'm speaking to myself. I often hear the word of the Lord, and then I make it better. Well, and I, I'm going to tell relate a story that we were talking about about this very thing. So, um, a, a, a little while ago, we shared some of our testimony. We didn't share this story. Um, part of our journey um, to more than enough was a season where we didn't have a lot of income. And we were living off our savings, and God was providing in all kinds of wonderful and crazy ways. And one day I was with the Lord, and I heard, I wasn't seeking the Lord about our finances or anything. And out of the blue, I could hear him speak to my heart, say, and he says, Don't spend any extra money. It was January, and he said, Don't spend any extra money. And I'm, I actually turned in my heart and laughed. I was kind of like Sarah, you know, laughing that she was going to have a baby. I'm like, We have no extra money. How can I not like? Yeah, yeah. How, but you know what? We did. We had one bank account that had two thousand dollars in it. And, Our emergency cushion. And at the time, I had said to David, he was driving a truck that had holes in the floor, and I'm like, "You are not safe. We need we need a new car." Well, a car came up for two thousand dollars. Now the thing is, I hadn't shared this with David. I hadn't told him that the Lord had spoke to my heart because I thought, "Oh, maybe I'm just going crazy. Maybe it's not. It's just me." that the Lord didn't want us spending any extra money. So we went and bought the car. Well, within a month's time, we discovered that a mistake had been made on our CRA, on our taxes. Uh, on our taxes. And we were going to let you lose our child tax credit till we In got In fact, that's how we found out because the yes. child tax benefit didn't show up. It didn't show we're up. like, what? Well, what happened? And then we got a bill and they, anyway, it, there was a mistake made and it was going to take about four months to figure out And then I went to David and then I went to the Lord and I'm like, oh, that $2,000 that we had in that account would have floated us through these next few months, but we just spent it on a car and I didn't listen and I didn't heed your voice. Now what? So the good part was you take the disobedience or whatever you want to call it, you turn your heart back to God. I I repented and said sorry to David too because I hadn't conveyed the message because I just didn't think it was him. I just, I, I don't know what I thought. And um, in the end, the Lord said, okay, now you're, you're going to listen now and we're going to do it this way. And he told us how to get out of it every day. Mm-hmm. And he said, pay first things first. You get a bill, you pay it. Mm-hmm. Now I remember having money for our mortgage and he said, no, you have this visa bill and you're going to pay the visa bill. So we were like, okay, we're going to pay the visa bill because we were short cash. We didn't have this child tax credit in a time when that was really important for us every month. And uh, 
the day our mortgage was due, a friend came over and said, I have something for you. Drove from Ottawa, said, I was supposed to mail this to you months ago, but she said, I just, I just wasn't prompted. She goes, but I felt like today I needed to drive it over. So here, and in it was $500 and it was enough to cover our mortgage payment that day. And I just got on my knees and thank God, because in the moments when we make mistakes and even, you know, God knows we're dust. God knows we make mistakes. He says, you know, the righteous fall down, but they keep getting up seven, seven times. You know, we, we do fail. We don't hear right. But the kicker was that we went back to the Lord anyway. And we we're like, oh man, did I ever blow it this time? But look what he did. Mm-hmm. He took what we had blown and let us out of it anyway. Mm-hmm. And we've seen him do it over and over in our mistakes. When we give our mistakes to him, he makes them well. Mm-hmm. When we say, Lord, we've been blind and we didn't see. Will you anoint my eyes again? Mm-hmm. I'm coming back to you. Will you, will you, you speak your word and I will do it mm-hmm. because I don't always want to do what he says because it just feels hard or I want my way in my flesh. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, sometimes it doesn't make sense. You know, in that, again, in it that did, story, it, yeah. we, we've been over that, but the, the reality was, is yeah, I was driving a vehicle that wasn't safe that, that, you know, did have holes in the floor and, and all of those things. And it, it made sense. This was an opportunity. We had the money in our bank account. Let's, let's go like in the natural kind of figuring it all out. It made sense. But in that, um, that word, that word that, that you got, that we just needed to go, okay, whether it makes sense or not, mm-hmm. we we need to come to the Lord and say, okay, what are we doing next? And, um, you know, I was reading through Samuel and, and the stories of David, and, and that was one of the things that struck me all the time was that David would come and inquire of the Lord and threw out all of the stuff that didn't make sense at that time in his life. And then the Lord would go, yep, do this, or no, don't do that, or yep. like. And so, you know, again, we're talking about prayer, and we have a few minutes to, to wrap up, to go, it is so essential that as we navigate this life, we often think of prayer as something um, that maybe isn't as practical. Maybe, and maybe I'm just saying that, but it is so practical to come into the presence of the Lord and say, Lord, left or right, mm-hmm. buy the car now or wait three months. Mm-hmm. Um, will there be another car? Would there be another opportunity? Could, of course there was. There was always another car to, be, to buy. But the reality is, is that we go, okay, Lord, you knew what was going to happen, and, and I didn't. And so I'm going to just trust that you know. And, and, that, and, and trust that when we make the mistakes and we walk in our own way, that we can turn back to him. We can mm-hmm. do that daily. Mm-hmm. You know, we love at our there's office. There's grace for the mistakes, oh. but oh, there's also the Lord saying, I don't want you. I no, want you to listen no, and trust me. No, and that's true. But I, I just know how amazed I am that when we turn our mistakes to him, he guides us out. Mm-hmm. He does lead us he out. Does. He shows yeah. us the way because his heart towards us is good and he doesn't want us burdened. Uh, and and overrun with debt. So if we can encourage anybody today, you know what? We've all got blind spots. So Lord, I just thank you that in our blind spots, um, when we can face it with you, uh, you anoint our eyes so that we can see, so that we will know that 
Uh, we are wretched and poor and naked and blind, but in you, in your answers, in your way, we are rich. We are covered with you, with your garments of righteousness, with your goodness, with your mercy and grace. And Lord, we ask as your people that we would not be conformed anymore to the pattern of this world that is dark and blind, but we would be transformed by the renewing of your, of our minds with your light and your truth and your goodness. And I just pray all this today in your name. Amen. Well, there we are. Thank you again. I want to just say thank you to the prayer team and uh, again, the ongoing support uh, that they give us on a daily basis as they seek the Lord with us in prayer and and what directions and what decisions that we make. Uh, And so shout out to our prayer team. If you need prayer, prayer at more than enough, uh, 866-520-4157 is the the toll-free number or 613-520-4157 if you need prayer. Uh, Just somebody to pray with you and then finally the podcast more than enough.ca chri.ca your podcasting platform download it and uh, join us next week when we talk money let's talk money is a division of more than enough financial fitness where god is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow for more information or to comment on today's show please visit more than enough.ca